0: <laughs> Just to make sure you guys it's are getting, prepared. Yes. We need a metronome. Keep us in time. It's getting even more and more pro every day. It's quite amazing. Ask, Ask not, not what your host
1: Boys can do for you.
0: Ooh, all right. Welcome, everyone, to the Hoss Boys podcast all things formula One American accent my name is Max I got someone who's hyped as hell on my left Parker what's up Max <laughs> Parker is working up a sweat in the booth here that's yeah. good and then on my right we got Mike hey all my Michael. <laughs> Yeah, welcome. Uh, we're stoked about a lot of things happening. We have a great week coming up on us on this episode today. We want to talk about a little F1 news. Oh, baby. Ooh, yeah. We want to talk about the Miami Grand Prix. Oh, baby. And then we want to talk about like one, two finishes in Formula One. So let's see if we can get through it. Yeah, we got some interesting info on that. Nice. That only we have. Yes. <laughs> we found it deep in the Ark of the Covenant, and- <laughs> where no one has ever
1: researched before. Only Harrison Ford. Yeah, Harrison
0: Ford and Nick Cage.
1: Yeah, go oh, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, it's on the. Back. Do we trust him though? It's you on know. the back of the Declaration of Independence. Yeah, I trust
0: him. Yeah, I trust him. Do we trust him?
1: <laughs> we are way off
0: the rails with our oh, references.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: we'll we just... just went through
1: fifteen movies in ten um, seconds.
0: But Formula One news. Mike, do you want to tell us your Formula One news that you were getting into it today? I would, but I can't say this guy's name for the life of me. No, and I've just, you
1: give it a shot. Tell me a little more about what you know about him. Well, let's, let's just say the guy's
0: name first. <laughs> o- Petrus? Oscar Piastri. Oscar Piastri. There you go. Oscar Piastri Filippaldi. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah.
1: I, Max movie. has had a little bit of a tough time keeping this one straight.
0: But yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just got Hamilton down. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. Foreign <laughs> names yeah. here. <laughs> can we get like a, a Johnson in this <laughs> sport? Johnson. <laughs> Zach Brown is the only one who I can stand to say yeah, yeah. Um, us we're, too we're getting so
1: cultured <laughs> we're getting so cultured
0: uh, but what's <laughs> shoot <laughs> what is Oscar Piatris <laughs> Oscar Piastri there you go Piastri <laughs> getting closer I uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, just a quick note on our show notes for for our list of things that we're going to be talking about in this episode, the bullet point for this part of the show just says, <laughs> written by Max, just says, Pietro.
1: <laughs> Honestly, it's so genuine. I have it's already so forgotten his name.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Piastris? <laughs> Oscar Piastris. <laughs> Good thing he's not driving for Haas. No, yeah. Yeah. And he never will.
1: And that's what it sounds like. So the saucy (laughs) news of the week (laughs) for Oscar Pietro Fittipaldi. Fittipaldi, um, Oscar (laughs) Piastri has, again, to kind of link to something we were talking about last week, we kind of discussed billionaire boys, the opportunity to get a seat in F1 for Oscar Piastri in comparison to like Mick, some of those details. Well, through the grapevine, appears that in the F1 paddock, the rumor is that Oscar Piastri is going to be joining Williams next season. Ooh, and... That would be, in my opinion, uh-huh. targeted at Nicholas Latifi.
0: Why? Which makes a lot of sense. One
1: reason for each
0: race <laughs> <laughs> why, he, <laughs> would be why out? he would ever
1: <laughs> leave the sport. <laughs> Nicholas, red flag Latifi. Why uh, would we want him? It uh, appears. Is though, that that would be the way that they're going with that, I would very, very highly doubt that they're going to replace Albon after the success that they've seen with him already and the amount of mountains of paperwork Mm -hmm. for Albon to be able to wear a Red Bull helmet while driving a Mercedes-powered car. So I think that that deal is pretty in stone at the moment and they've done a lot to make that happen and I don't think they would undo it for piastri but where we have seen quite a lot of money go out the window with latifi this year already just a few races i think that i think it's safe to assume interesting how long has latifi been in the sport he's only been in there since 2020 Oh, so he's only been in for a couple of years.
0: Daddy's only been paying the bills since 2020. Yeah. We were talking about this last week that he was going to maybe take Mick's seat. That was the question that was submitted. If if Alonzo didn't leave and now this is a way for him to get into a seat without Alonzo leaving.
1: Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So what
0: is that? So how does that shift things around for Haas?
1: Well, for Haas, it's going to pretty much remain as it is in my eyes. And again... With kind of no nobody gunning for Mick's
0: seat at the I moment. I mean,
1: anyone and everyone is. Sure. But I do think that there is a lot more value in being patient with Mick. And again, I think we've talked about this yeah. a lot. It's only a matter of time before we start to see the results. And even Kevin's had his back. So it makes
0: sense to not really have somebody totally lined up like Oscar, as we've had.
1: And where Ferrari is going to have some of that say as well, where the Haas team is sort of a feeder for Ferrari. I do think that there's some complicated mess there where Piastri is a Alpine driver.
0: In other news, this is big news and I think it's very exciting. The biggest news. yeah. Yeah. Porsche and Audi officially have said they're joining Formula One. Porsche. And that car looks sweet. A little sample livery released. and looks great. So it is official. It is. Well, yeah, it appears as
1: though that was the official announcement. Okay. It was a very roundabout, but yes. We've
0: talked about it before and it's always been like, they've teased it before and they never do it. So when did that come out? That was announced today. So today it was announced that Porsche and Audi together will be launching an F1 team starting in 2026. Yeah. It also sounded like they're providing power units. Correct. So are they going to have their own team? And are they providing power units to other teams? So this
1: point is what is not announced. And one of the things that you'll notice is that this news was kind of broken through motorsport outlets and not like through F1's Instagram. Where I think you're going to see the official announcement from Porsche and Audi is when deals are solidified. So we know that in the back... And in the rumor rooms of, of the paddock that McLaren has been speaking to Audi as a p- uh, potential power unit, but Audi has expressed buying McLaren outright oh. and acquiring that team. Wow. Which is a very, very bold move, especially to try to take a team as iconic and as historic as McLaren yeah. out of the sport, essentially, right. Yeah, to create an Audi team.
0: They could, in theory, just add a new team cuz how many teams can you have on the grid? Right now there are
1: 10 teams, but there is no rule uh, currently that no says Max. that they couldn't be there couldn't be more because there's been more in the past, correct? Interesting. But on on top of that, the other rumor that has been very loud and I'm sure we have discussed and if we haven't, Porsche being linked to Red Bull as their future supplier for power units. Mm. Okay. And so since Honda is no longer with the sport, but they are, and there's this weird relationship that's kind of an open relationship between Honda and Red Bull.
0: <sighs> kind of like a Will Smith, Jada. Yeah, okay, yeah okay. They're, like, they're seeing other people. <laughs> that's the only and, context I have for that. Yeah, well, actually, I think that's a good one.
1: But yeah, so like Red Bull is uh, in a weird open relationship, but they definitely <laughs> are exploring themselves with Porsche. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and I think that's going to be an amazing fit. For those of you listening that don't know this about me, I'm a diehard Porsche guy. And so this is something that I am really excited about. Yeah, this about. Is, is really here in the cool. Studio,
0: you have your own little big giant Porsche emblem yeah. up on the wall. Yeah, that's true. I forget yeah. that it's there. <laughs> yeah, it's it's rad. No, you don't. It's a staple piece. <laughs> we don't see a big old <laughs> Kia emblem up on the wall. It, that's at my house. <laughs> <laughs> diehard Kia fan I'm a diehard Kia guy <laughs> I also don't hate on Kia these days They're not you the know, worst I just anymore I saw Kia at the gas station I'm just amazed by Kia They've really turned a corner How many years before Kia has an F1 team? You know, it's really just up to them. Though. You know, and let's leave it up to them. Well, besides, <laughs> besides Kia, can we speculate what there? other supercar <laughs> companies need to be in Formula One? Kia, Kia, Lamborghini, Lamborghini. yeah, Bugatti, Bugatti, Pagani, <laughs> Lincoln. <laughs> they're all the same. Yeah. Well, actually. <laughs> I don't hear a difference. Do you?
1: <laughs> there has there has been rumor of a Ford return So, uh, so Ford at one point no, provide, just, provided power units. I just don't want that. But that's because you don't know one thing, my friend. And it is <laughs> a very... I know everything. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me learn you something, my friend. Okay. So here's a little factoid. mm mm-hmm. Ford in Europe is very different to Ford in the US. Yeah. And it's very motorsport driven, always has been. And so they're deeply rooted in rally, they're deeply rooted in Cosworth and and, and uh, Ford and Cosworth work together to develop a lot of cars, Lotus worked together with Ford to build some I didn't cars. Know that. And so through the 70s, 80s and even, you know, off and on through some other eras, Ford has been a part of Formula 1. And so You know, to see them return to motorsport in that kind of way would be really cool. I think a lot of people would really enjoy that as well, because they do. They just—it's always been kind of odd. And if you've seen Ford versus Ferrari, a lot of it was meant to kind of stick it to Enzo.
0: That did not paint Ford very well
1: either. No, but you know, the relationship that went south between Ferrari and Ford is basically what created that rivalry. Yeah. And that rivalry, you know, ran right through into F1 as well. So. Mm But Porsche, this wouldn't be their first go in the sport, and neither would Audi. So, this is a return. They've for had them. Formula One cars before. Cool. Yep. That's
0: rad. It'd be exciting. I'm excited for that. It'd be really, uh, I mean, honestly, great Everybody. for the sport. Any more people in the sport makes it funner. Yeah. More engine suppliers would be interesting. Huge. Yeah. Years slightly. Let's start talking about the Miami GP because that's coming up this week, race week. But before we do, let's break down the current driver's championship and the constructor's championship points see who's leading each one. If you're new to the sport, there are two championships that happen during the year. One is the drivers, so the actual drivers and how many points they get based on their finish in each race. And then the other one is the actual constructor of the car or the team and again, where they finish out in the race. Yeah. Let's get after it. So for 2022 constructors, were led by Ferrari with drivers Charles Leclerc and Carlos Sainz. Following them, we've got Red Bull with Max and Sergio. Perez. And third, we have Mercedes with Hamilton and Russell. And that would be what we consider
1: the World Constructor Championship. So when you hear an acronym and you might see it online, when you see WCC, they're referring to World Constructors' Championship. It's Ferrari, Red Bull, Mercedes. Mercedes in that
0: order right now. Yeah, Correct. But it
1: is anybody's game still, in my opinion. When referring to constructors, one of the things that's really interesting is that each team, they all have two cars, so this is what makes up the 20 on the grid. But the constructors' points are very dependent on how each driver does. So where the driver's championship is coming down to just sole individuals... We're racing each other on track, and then you get a champion out of who does the best and finishes the best. Yeah. This is a team effort. This is a genuine team effort. Yeah. And so you have to have a supportive number two or drivers who are both equals that are doing a great job to be able to win this.
0: Um, I don't know, can you give us just a a really brief run through of when we started getting two championships in one series and why there is a Constructors' Championship? Well, essentially they wanted to justify the cost for a manufacturer being
1: involved and why they might provide more than one car. Gotcha. And so by winning the Constructors' Championship, there was a huge value in them and being able to prove their car, not just the driver.
0: When you hear us talking about the championship, we're talking about the driver's championship. For sure. When we're talking about points, we're talking about points that are signed to the drivers. But like Max said, there's points in each race that are going to the team and there's points in each race that are going to the driver. And who's the, what are the drivers at right now? So top three, we've got Charles Leclerc. Perfect. At Ferrari, number one with 86 points. Okay. Second up, we've got Max in number two with Red Bull at 59 points. Number three, Sergio with 54 points at Red Bull. George Russell at Mercedes with 49. And then Carlos with Ferrari at 38. And we'll just go down to seventh. We got Lando at McLaren at 35. And then Lewis at... With Mercedes at 28, followed up by Valtteri at number eight mm. with 24 in Alfa Romeo. So a really different standings list than we've seen in a lot of years. Because again, for anybody who's maybe a little bit new, those two guys, Lewis and Valtteri, who are seven and eight, have led the driver's championships pretty consistently, or at least been top three for a lot of years. Almost annoyingly yeah. consistently. So this is this is a very different lineup. So Charles, Charles, little Chucky Lake clerk has a big gap right now. Right. But that could lead. decrease a lot just this weekend. Yeah. 25-point lead. How much is a first-place win given? 25 points. Oh, so if Max potentially gets first, if Chucky Lake clerk hits a wall and is out, then... They're almost neck and neck, almost yeah, dead even. Crazy. And that puts a George and a Sergio in striking distance as well.
1: Yeah, and there's a, there's some, the, the elements that are really interesting about this as well is that because it's the beginning of the season, mm-hmm. it's anyone's game. This is definitely the time of the year where you're going to see the most reliability <sighs> problems, especially for a new rule package, and the world could turn on its head. Ferrari could absolutely start showing reliability issues. This could turn around in an ugly way pretty fast. Sure, But even just to put it in perspective, for the first, what, race and a half of the season, Haas was third in the Constructors' Championship. Yeah. Um, And so, I mean, it's it's still up in the air. And again, just to even just talk about drivers really fast, Drivers' Championship, Kevin Magnussen is 10th. We do have a Haas driver in the top 10 in points, which is something that has been a while.
0: He's going to stay there. He's going to stay there. Absolutely. So going into the Miami Grand Prix race week first time Miami has been ever on the schedule are we stoked you guys' thoughts what's going on with Miami so stoked so fun to see to see a new race on a new track in a new city it's really exciting yeah I, I literally
1: can't wait I have no expectation right now you know the drivers have said that you know There's been a lot of noise around, oh, there's a long straightaway, oh my gosh, you know. But a lot of the drivers have said in the simulator that the track seems really fun. Cool. And that that we can expect to see a decent race, so. Cool. you know what's really fun is
0: the fake little ocean and yacht club that they built. That is cool. (laughs) My (laughs) gosh, that's cool. (laughs) Yeah, I, I just couldn't believe that. that. That kind of popped up over the weekend. Yeah. Nothing says America like a fake body of water. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I watched a little local Miami news blurb mm-hmm. about the race. And uh, in addition to that, the fake water, uh-huh. there is a, does go by the waterway a little bit. And there will be a place where there will be yachts parked. Really? Like Monaco. Really? Yeah. I I was watching this local news segment and this is just to illustrate how far out of touch with this sport America is. Yeah. Uh, The newscaster was like, (laughs) the newscaster is like, and they're doing this and this and they're doing it right. We're driving right past the tennis courts and da, da, da. And as a nod to the infamous Monaco race, (laughs) yacht owners will be able to pull in and watch the race from their yachts. I'm like, infamous? (laughs) Like what's infamous about Monaco? Uh, it's evil. <laughs> it's yeah. it has claimed yeah, it's thousands like, of lives. It's just like <laughs> insinuating there's this dark history. That's amazing. It's yeah. It's so weird that whoever organized and designed this, yeah. the track is rad, but the the spots around it, that fake thing was like, oh yeah, yeah. Sh- we love Monaco. <laughs> Let's can do, we do that? Can we fake it? Some guys like, what do you mean do that? Can we, we just make we, Monaco in on, inside the
1: track? <laughs> could we do that? But could we do it like McDonald's?
0: <laughs> uh, Europeans love this crap. Yeah. <laughs> They'll just eat it up. Guys, we can't do this. We can't do this. We are on this. a probationary period here. Yeah, this is You a cannot test. do this kind of stuff. <laughs> They're gonna watch. People yeah. are gonna be watching this. Yeah, you know people <laughs> so are watching people this, watch. right? I do like the idea of like a play place for billionaires by McDonald's. Yeah. It's like yeah, the the Miami the Grand Prix. Yachts. David Croft. You welcome Bay. along to the Thla- billionaires' play place, sponsored by McDonald's. Then <laughs> <laughs> you
1: go into the bouts, and they've got a bull pit of nuggets.
0: <gasps> yeah, why didn't they make the water a bull pit? That'd that would have been be way better. Oh, like that,
1: that would have been, been if Katy Perry had organized the right. event. Right,
0: but she'll be there. She's a California girl. yeah
1: sh- oh, Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, she's no Nicki Minaj. They snubbed her city <laughs>
0: for this. <laughs> Your face, <laughs> this is so serious. So we had a, a listener, follower, and host boy send in a message that we can answer pretty quick. He says, "Okay, let's see how let's see how quick." I'm going to start timing it. <laughs> this is from Donald Donald Fritz. He says. Hey, y'all. Got a question for y'all. When do y'all... I didn't realize he says y'all so much. Amazing. Uh, he's ready. Thank he's you. ready for he's this race, He's definitely American. Man. We love yeah, it. Thank hey, y'all. Got a question for y'all. When do y'all expect to see some 2022 Haas merch pre or post Miami Grand Prix? Go. Um, I get on there all the time and it still says uh-huh. merch coming soon. Uh-huh. I doubt before the Miami, Miami Grand Prix because... I'm going with after. With after. So that gives us... <laughs> I agree. Do you agree, Mike? I agree. Okay, stop. Fifteen point five seconds. Okay, Donald. I was pretty. See fast. if you can get a question answered faster than that. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Lights out and away we go. Um, but that's a it's a safe answer. It's either it's definitely not going to be by this Friday. I, I no. would be very surprised. But be. if it's not, then then it could be any time after. <laughs> yes, they have years. Come here for the good info. Is people. this like
1: Prices Right, where I have to guess a number that's just under?
0: Uh huh. Is yeah. that okay? So after for yeah. sure. Then. Okay. Well, if you this might give us a chance to start some own Hospy merch. Yeah. So yeah. there's a void to be filled here. There is. The boys need their merch and the they're not boys. getting it from Daddy. No. <laughs> Daddy Steiner is not getting us, us down They're not it from Daddy, right Daddy Steiner. Now. Snyder, <laughs> I who's, love this who's idea. Who's Daddy Snyder? <laughs> Daddy Steinder. I love this idea of Gunter just Daddy. trying to design merch, but he's so busy being the team principal, he doesn't have time for the merch. And just doesn't understand. He thinks that Christian and Toto are designing all the merch for them too, and he's just like, "How are they doing? Are they getting all this merch out?" Yeah, uh, he's just it. secretly suffering. <laughs> Christian, how do you how do you get all the merch out? Are you
1: also doing Alpha Tower?
0: So soon. So we're talking about the long straights. Mike is not impressed by the long straights. I'm kind of impressed by I long straights. I love straits. it. I love it. If we're gonna have these races in America, wh- like, where is this assumption? <laughs> America is the road tripping nation. Yeah, so we like send them on a little road-, road trip, man. Like put them on a freeway for one of these races. Yeah, like show these people what America is about. Yeah, I think I we're think not about fake water, about driving long distances. Exactly.
1: Why stop at fake water though? Why don't we put some fake semi trucks on the straightaway?
0: Oh yeah, just
1: to make it feel like an yeah, American they don't have, road they trip. They don't have
0: those in Europe. No,
1: they're called lorries. <laughs>
0: like big foam semi-trucks that they have to weave around. Yeah, yeah. That's a good idea. Yeah, at but, Monza, but the chicane, they have those um foam, like the exit routes, those it, like yeah. foam chicane things. That Sebastian Vettel s- just blasts through every time.
1: <laughs> yeah. His brakes were why out. Why did they think they could <laughs> huh? stop him His with His brakes were
0: out. Oh, were they? Yeah, that's nah, why you read dude, it. Oh, nah, I thought nah, he was dude. just like, F it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, they can't stop me with this foam. Yeah. They know how this? fast this car goes. foam? They know how fast this car goes? (laughs) I can go through tons of foam with this car. They should, as tribute to, I think it's Fast and Furious, the first one. Yeah. They should have the track go underneath a semi truck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly what I was thinking. (laughs) We don't need city officials planning this. Yeah. We need us planning this. We need Michael Bay planning. <laughs> and Stevens Spielberg designing this track for no one thing, action. That's what the Europeans Every are coming co- for. Every corner should be dedicated to a different action movie. Yeah, it should be Bad Boys One, Bad Boys Two bad boys three police academy than the one then the police <laughs> academy two because then the rest academy of the corners are just police academies speed and fast one, and furious speed two <laughs> speed three fast and furious one fast and furious two
1: fast and furious three introducing the reserve driver
0: for next season <laughs> sandra bullock <laughs> okay we've got sandra bullock going around family corner just a quick reminder that it's all about family we can get on google right now and name those corners like they do on the other ones. Oh. And just start naming them Bad Boys One, Bad Boys Two. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, by the time you hear this, get on Google. You're gonna see that we've named every corner on Google Maps after the best of the American. The best I Michael. Genuinely, I genuinely love this idea. Yeah, no, let's go. Because let's there
1: is no names. Yeah. You're, and again, like Imla, like we talked about it, is so historic. It has this, yeah. you know high consequence circuit with like walls close by and dirt gravel traps and things... And so you get these like you get these incredible names yeah. in Italian, <laughs> we're just gonna yeah. go through Marta it, and be in like,
0: the apart, uh, yeah, in exactly. the, the Aqua
1: Minerale, oh. you know. But it's like we're gonna go like Aqua Minerale. Okay, what is that? Bad is boys too. So right here is the water ravioli, <laughs> <term>. <laughs> and over here
0: is gonna be the uh, fake spectacle, the chocolate <laughs> croissant. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we could name this is the McMuffin. What other uh, Google Maps? Well, we could put we could put a dom toretto garage and <laughs> the pit in the pits yeah the dom toretto garage Well, yeah. should we
1: just i mean that would be luda from too fast too furious they did that one in florida did they not
0: the too fast oh. too fierce does take place in florida and it's yeah. luda, luda, luda Chris. is in that's the first one he's in yeah yeah and he, he has a garage so. he does have luda a garage. chris's garage
1: yeah what but, but what was it called though was yeah, his we, name
0: Tej? It's Luda. I don't think anyone who watches those movies know the character's name besides Dom. <laughs> Dom Toretto. And everyone else is just the actor. Yeah. Tyrese, right. Ludacris, <laughs> Ja Rule, Jason Statham, Charlize Theron.
1: No! Monica!
0: <laughs> um Oh, he plays Tej. It is Tej. Okay. okay, I remember. How the heck did you know that? Mike watches what one you, every night. What are you doing between recordings of episodes? <laughs> he just reassociating he myself, of, myself with pop culture. He watches one every night and he has his PlayStation 2 shifter controller and he shifts every <laughs> time someone shifts.
1: <laughs> um, I have that next to my bed and my guitar here. Yeah,
0: yeah, just shifting. That's a really good image. Uh, we talked about previously the best Florida rappers. Yes, we did. Question, I mean, lots of questions about that and yeah. Formula One. Which ones are going to be at the race? Uh, obviously, Florida and Pitbull. <laughs> Which ones are going to do the theme song for the race? Uh, that'll be DJ Collin, <laughs> Miami resident. <laughs> Is he? Yeah, yeah. Do I mean, you want that a list? Seems like, yeah, we should get a list of all it. the Florida rappers. Notable. Notable Florida rap artists, hip hop artists include Florida, Pitbull, T Pain. Okay, yeah. Trina, T-Pain, that's great. Yeah. Two Live Crew. He's like, the, oh, <laughs> Two Live Crew. That is amazing. Yeah. Vanilla Ice, Khaled. Okay. DJ Khaled, not the other one. Bobby Shmurda, Denzel Curry. And then finally, but mm-hmm. definitely not leastly. Yep. Yeah. XXX Tentacion, <laughs> Tentacion. <laughs> and rest in peace. And definitely not last, but and definitely last, but definitely not least, Lil Pump. <laughs> 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 Holy crap. crap! Anyways, so yeah, a lot of amazing musicians, and uh, oh, and also, I mean, Nicki Minaj. Here, are, yeah, off the coast, she's from. Yeah, she's off the coast. Yeah, Here's, she's coastal. Yeah, are you ready for the list of supposeds?
1: Supposed so, what? Uh, supposed celebrities to be in attendance. Oh, okay. We are rumored to be seeing LeBron, Tom Brady, yeah. Michael Jordan, David yeah. Beckham, yeah. Dan Marino, okay. Serena and Venus yeah. Williams, yeah. Yeah, okay. Pharrell. I mean, uh, yeah. Wycliffe, okay. James Corden.
0: Yeah. Okay. Uh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen him naked. <laughs> uh, <laughs> We're going to see Chainsmokers. No joke. I've heard the story. Yeah. yeah, Zed, yeah. and Tiesto. So you were
1: right about some of these people.
0: Being there? Yeah. Well, uh, those aren't Florida people, though. No. Those but, are just celebs. Those yeah. are just people that are piggybacking off of their fame. Yeah. They're all piggybacking off of t- Pitbull's fame. <laughs> yeah. Tiesto, and I, <laughs> I cannot say this enough, Tiesto is piggybacking <laughs> off of Pitbull's fame. You can't say that enough. <laughs> And I know I've said it and uh, many times. Yeah, yeah. And but every, I won't stop until it gets into y'all's heads. Every
1: time we run down to the gas station, Parker is on one of these <laughs> rants, and we have to listen to and it. And I
0: can get into Maybe. it. Maybe we'll put a, <laughs> a a playlist together of the best Florida songs. Yes. You know, yeah. Do it for me, if not for the listeners. I'll do, I'll make it and send it to you. Yeah, we'll <laughs> stay tuned. We'll throw we'll throw one of these pl- we'll throw this playlist up, a Spotify playlist. But we're excited for the Miami Grand Prix. Yeah, I'm I'm hoping Haas does great, finishes excited. both in the points, out for points, both of them. They I feel them. like
1: Ferrari has to dominate this race. In Why? My, because it's Miami Vice. This is the test. That seems Rosa. like a stretch. Test that are awesome, my um, I'm
0: very excited for Miami. I lived in Miami. It's very near and dear to my heart. I'm mm. very excited to see this happening, and it sounds like a great excuse to go cool. visit next year. Yeah, we're mm. stoked. We're stoked.
1: Go Gators.
0: Okay. Go Hurricanes. What the frick are you talking about? <laughs> or Dolphins or anybody else? <laughs> yeah, anyone. Anyone uh, but the Gators. Go Heat? Go, go Jack- Jack- Jacksonville Jaguars. Shifting gears for the final time. Interesting stat put out. Wh- who, who put it out this week? Was it Formula One? It was, uh, I think it was like an independent It was really interesting that they had put together a list of, or like just a shown all the times someone had a one-two finish in the turbo hybrid era and the teams that had the most. And it was quite shocking to see who had the most one-twos. Yeah. And by how much. So we kind of wanted to talk about that, yeah.
1: One of the things that seemed to me that
0: really stood out is it is the gap. What's a one-two finish? I mean, it's yeah, what it is: first it, place and it. second place, exactly. same team,
1: and which is important for that World Constructor Championship that we referred to earlier. Yeah, yeah. can you imagine both drivers getting that many points for your team?
0: Yeah, that's obvious
1: domination if you can accomplish it. Right? Yeah, and
0: just as one last note here, I don't know if this even matters, but watching a one-two. Is one of the funnest things to watch <laughs> in F one. Mm-hmm. Like to see to see a Ferrari one followed by a Ferrari two, mm. or a McLaren one followed by McLaren two, like in Monza. It's really fun to watch. Uh, yeah, it seems especially like... if you weren't expecting it, if yeah. they weren't necessarily the top rated yeah, right. drivers and teams of the day. <laughs> right, right. There, it, with with one exception, it's really fun <laughs> to watch a one two. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think
1: with like sincerity, we clearly had one boss who is papa daddy of one team and saying don't play nasty with driver number one please and then we got a lot of number a lot of one twos out of that team yeah and so but anyways let's start, let's start at the bottom here of the list of one two finishes starting in the ty- turbo hybrid era which began in 2014 and spanned until 2021. Long so, period,
0: long long period. That's seven years. It's impossible to know how many years that was. <laughs> it's 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 longer than most of the people that are listening have been alive. <laughs> we have a we have a really strong listenership of eight year olds. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Back to the, the meat of the business here. So, Give us the
0: business. Yeah.
1: So 2014 through 2021 is actually eight seasons. So for one two finishes. The team at the bottom here is McLaren with one. Okay. That was Monza. And that was Monza. last year.
0: Last year. Max wow. and I were in attendance. Yep. They and did so. it because of us. Well, yeah. When they were doing that formation lap, we yelled, get a one two. And, and they were like, received. <laughs> Zach Brown looked at us and- Had a twinkle in his eye. and said, okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then McLaren with one. McLaren has one. Red Bull is next up. Guess how many Red Bull has.
0: Oh McLaren had a one.
1: one. One. Red Bull is next. What's was pretty decent. In the turbo hybrid era. Yeah. Uh, pretty
0: memorable one. Two's the, I'm going to say four, five.
1: Red Bull had two. Whoa. In eight years of Whoa. racing, they had two Jeez. one-two finishes. Jeez. The first one came with Max Verstappen and Daniel Ricciardo.
0: So far, Daniel has fifty, like more than 50% of these 1-2 <laughs> finishes. He's, he's been for both teams.
1: <laughs> and then the next Red Bull 1-2, Sergio Perez and Max Verstappen, which, again, this now includes 2022. That number includes 2022. But if we're counting 2021 to 2014, that means Red Bull was tied with McLaren at 1-2. No.
0: Far out! Isn't that wild? That's wild. (laughs) Daniel Ricardo is in two of them. (laughs) Two of them. That's impressive for Daniel. Yeah, Ricardo. And then next is Ferrari,
1: and Ferrari has four. Okay. Now it really
0: just shows how poorly they performed that entire eight years era. Who was those drivers? That would be a mix of
1: Kimi and Sebastian and charles and sebastian
0: okay so this next number is so crazy well and just to even just put this into perspective i want max Mm. to guess i don't know if you've already looked ferrari i can't remember the exact number
1: but i ferrari is second in this list so we know who number one is mm -hmm. but the gap between ferrari and mercedes
0: i think it's like 56 right 53. Fifty three, fifty three, one twos. It's insane, and it's all because of how well Lewis drives, <laughs> 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 and the inspiration, and and his Instagram hitting posts. off that and falling onto Bottas. Well, right. and again, it.
1: to elaborate a little bit more as well, because this stri- spans all the way back to twenty fourteen, this also includes Nico Rosberg. Uh huh. So it's not just Bottas. So this does include but e- but another way, number two,
0: Lewis in car number one.
1: Yes. Well, I mean, but through the era of Nico Rosberg and Lewis Hamilton, was there was no number two.
0: Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Which is
1: part of the reason why it was such a fiery era between right. the two drivers. Man,
0: that is really crazy. Those numbers 53, are drastically different.
1: Fifty three to four. To four. It's more than ten times. It's wow. a, more than eleven times. It's a huge number. It's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah.
0: And then and it reminds me that like, yeah, on on Formula Dank and Reddit posts, it came up with the term ham bot. Because after a while, it was just as the podium finishes is the last three letters or the first letters of the last name, ham oh. and botass. Yeah. Like, oh, it's a ham bot. Like right. Yeah. Hamilton and Bottas finishing, and then a minute later, someone crosses the line. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I want, an, I want an entire Netflix series about why Mercedes, the car I'm talking about, mm-hmm. was so freaking good. Yeah, and why it's now just not. I just want to know that mm. stuff. It's. I know super we probably not. We won't for thirty or forty years, mm. but it's like that's crazy. Like that amount of dominance really says there was some incredible genius master engineering that went into that car. That's all it says. Well, it says nothing about those drivers, man. Has right. there been other teams that have been that dominant in previous decades? Not
1: even into to the level of scope that this was. Michael Schumacher also achieved seven titles in his career. Mm-hmm. Not all of them with Ferrari, but most of them with mm-hmm. Ferrari. And his legacy falls under an era where, yes, he had a very famous number two, which is Rubens Barrichello. Rubens is an extremely fast driver. His career lasted just as long as like Fernando and some of these guys that we see right now. Rubens lived in the shadow of Michael's greatness, but also because he was pretty much contracted to be number two. Mm. Where that one was a little different to Botas. If Botas could have overtaken Lewis in the championship, at any point, he would have dominated Mm. and then become number one driver. Mm -hmm. But where Mercedes was built that rule around, well, whoever's leading the championship is number one. And so that just never ever happened for Botas. At any
0: point? Like even mid season, they'll switch to number one. Yeah. If the if the championship is swinging in Botas yeah. direction. Now really quick, I noticed last on the last two races. Say, Parker showed this yeah. to me. Lewis is number two. He is. Which which I was I was looking I was looking at the car and I saw the different so for those who don't know, there's a number one and a number two. The number two car always a has a yellow yeah. camera. And I didn't know that. And you showed me and I was yeah. like, that's crazy. And they were saying, yeah, Lewis is in the pits and they're showing a car with a yellow camera. And I was like, is he number two now? And that's a crazy. Like mm-hmm. Lewis is now number two at Mercedes, so, and I've, bro. I, I, have
1: heard, I have heard an explanation of that because it is something that like us regulars to F1 would notice something like a yellow camera. And
0: also the brake the, the, there's also a, a, a yellow strip along all the fenders. Yeah, mm.
1: so where Lewis... Where Lu- <laughs> I just am going to retire <laughs> yes. now. But no, the, uh, you know Lewis has had a yellow helmet forever. We've had this conversation where he kind of had a snappy remark at Lando for mm-hmm. the whole like, I've had a yellow helmet since you were born. Man, he's but- cool. <laughs> but the the yellow that he's using this year is more cohesive with the entire car. It's a little less on the gold side and a little bit more of that kind of like tennis ball yellow, green color. And so anyways, since he has that color and George Russell's number is a little bit more on that like dark blue side, the idea was is that the cars are easy to differentiate by their numbers not being the same color. And that it matches more of the helmet and the mm. driver's vibe, mm. and so Lewis has that yellow in his helmet anyways, So they give him the yellow number and the yellow camera.
0: Uh, I don't and know so how they, they just explain throw it yellow on all, car compared to all the other teams. I don't know has how they been explain. been since it? day one of the season.
1: Yep. So they have they have been doing that with his car since they mm. decided to go with the yellow forty four. Interesting. So, it is something that they did have an explanation for, but <laughs> traditionally speaking, the number 2 driver is the one that has the yellow camera. Mm. Going back to these 1-2
0: finishes, it's crazy. It that,
1: is an that insane number, number. Is
0: so high.
1: Well, and again to speak to something that I think is an interesting component to like Lewis's legacy, right? This number shows sheer dominance. Yeah. And something that's really interesting and in where we do like to give like we've talked about in the past you can't be the greatest driver in history without a bunch of people also having doubts. The thing is with Lewis's legacy, in my opinion, with the dominance of the Mercedes car, is that the rules slightly change and pivot every year. There is a slight adjustment of what you could do last year that you can't do next year. Mm -hmm. And the cars evolve. So if you look at 2014 and you look at 2021, they do not look the same at okay. all. Yeah, They're very different. So that means that car development over every single season mm-hmm. matters because you have to have a car that's competitive and continually advancing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To Lewis's credit, and a lot of what people don't see is his garage work. The thing that he's doing with the team to be able to make that car consistently the fastest car on track. And so where that number reflects a huge, huge advancement that was consistent. Yeah. The car didn't remain in a stagnant place that they then got caught mm-hmm. at any point. Mm-hmm. They were always the ones that someone was trying to catch. That's really cool. Yeah. And so I think that does say a lot about what he did for the team and likewise oh, really cool. how unbelievably good the engineering was at Mercedes.
0: Mm. And then uh, my other thought with that is that goes back to Daniel. I mean, he's a good driver. Yeah. We don't see him winning a lot, yeah. But there's cool stats there that say, oh, he's been a consistent good driver in the past. He still is doing good for McLaren now. And on Top that, he has the fastest lap. Yeah, <laughs> People like to hate him because he is becoming this huge celebrity, especially in America. Ricardo? Yeah. Who could, who's hating Ricardo? I, I just see every once in a while posts like, oh, Daniel's not all the driver he's cracked up to be because, uh, I mean, he's not podiuming all the time. The McLaren car is still catching up yeah. right now, but I think he's a great driver. For Man. sure. I yeah, think he deserves the, it. I think the doubts that are there are definitely people who are
1: just—I don't know. It's a I definitely don't agree with them. I think Daniel's definitely shown his stuff in multiple occasions. One of them being the Monaco race that he had. Yeah, he's a great racer outside of F1. Yeah, and uh, he's also a great. He's, you know, I think something that puts a target on you and Lewis and Daniel both have this, which is being a great ambassador. Mm. When you're big personality, people want to have you on their show. You gain a
0: lot of fans. It kind of makes you a target. People that are new to the sport and don't really know the history, like I don't know a lot of the history, but I've done my own kind of like dives into different areas. The people that probably don't know it probably just see Daniel Ricciardo as a celebrity and they've only seen him win one race because he was at Renault and he didn't win at all. And then Mm -hmm. he came and he got ahead at Monza. So they're like, why the hype around this guy? Is it just because he's funny? And so I can see that kind of like being a thing against him.
1: Yeah, I think the thing that's interesting about even referring to Renault times, we'll talk about that just super fast, but like, like I just said about Lewis with Mercedes, do you think Esteban Ocon could have won a race with Alpine if Daniel hadn't been developing the car so when Daniel and Esteban together at Renault mm. they built a car that then the next season was capable of winning a race interesting mm. so that's something to consider when you look at the value of a driver one of the reasons Daniel was valuable to McLaren is because he had traits similar to Carlos where the car development is something that they're great at but I think Kevin is that exact same thing for Haas and so likewise who knows <laughs> we'll leave this
0: show on a doubt. But um, mm. be a great race this weekend. Yeah. Um, we're exciting. excited to see the results and chat it up next week. Um, anything else? Let's go Miami. I
1: had a friend ask me how can you see a race in the cheapest way possible since F one tickets are unaffordable for a local race yeah. like Miami. And my only answer was call the wealthiest person, you know, and they probably have a friend there (laughs) because I actually don't know, especially where the Miami race. Just look at the track and see if there's any public roads
0: where you could just sit and catch a car, go by.
1: Yeah. Just stand on a freeway overpass. It's
0: not that I'm kind of serious. No, for real. It's a huge track in the middle of Miami gardens. (laughs) Yeah. You can and it's the first year, like I'm sure security is lax, so it's not that we're encouraging you to go jump fences, it's that we're telling you directly to go jump fences. Otmar Schaffner said it probably, yeah. um, and we so, don't know if he didn't or didn't, which means that who knows, he probably did. He's still on, Otmar. All right, thanks, guys. Yeehaw, bye. It's one podcast for Yes. Petrus.